Hi, this is Alexander Witkin. In this video, I'm going to talk about the five things that the most successful 2% of entrepreneurs do that most people just won't do because they're too stuck in their ways or they're too lazy or they just don't want to succeed or they don't know how to succeed. So in this video, I'm going to give you the five things that I've noticed from my own research and experience and talking to my most successful friends on what they do that allows them to be more successful than others. And after this video, you'll be able to replicate at least some of their results if you implement. So the first one is one of their habits is, or one of their things that they understand is that time tends to be circular in the sense that you have to keep relearning lessons unless you learn them in a very specific way. For example, I learned about six years ago that when an employee says a certain thing, and it doesn't matter what it is, it's just a certain type of behavior from employees or freelancers that you work with, when they say that or they do that, this is a sign that you should not work with them anymore because most likely they're unhappy about something but they're not telling you and they're well beyond the point where you can save the relationship, okay? So I know this and I know when this happens to ask them questions and make sure that they're not gonna like sabotage the business, for example, I know that. And yet I have repeated that mistake three times where I don't check and then an employee quits at the most inopportune times. I knew it and yet I repeated the mistake. And that is because I didn't learn it in a way where it's foolproof. And the way to learn it in business to make it foolproof is to add it to your process folder, okay? Because it's actually impossible to remember every single thing and have like this perfect emotional connection to it so you magically remember it every time on command. So just write it down and add it to your process folder in Google Drive where you have your hiring notes and just have it in a place where you're easily able to access it. So when you do employee reviews or reviews to how you're working with freelancers that you automatically bump into this as one of the checkboxes in your checklist for should you keep working with this person. So the second thing is they know that they don't know anything and that they're still learning. Okay, this seems very counterintuitive, but this is the most, these are the most successful guys that you know, Alexander, and it's, it's from your own experience. Yeah, but once someone says that they know everything, that they have it figured out, that they're already the man, like I'm the man, I know everything, like I'm good to go, I'm the boss, I am a business master. Once you've met someone like that, once someone behaves like that, you know they're on the way down. You know that they're gonna fail eventually because anyone successful understands that their success is this very fleeting temporary thing that they can hold on to and eventually they'll have to let go of it. They know that they're gonna have to keep learning, they're gonna have to keep improving. And if they don't, they're going to fall like a stone and sink into the ocean essentially. So they're not gonna succeed at business any longer. The moment someone thinks they're the shit and they've made it, you know they're on the way down, or at least they've hit the top. The most successful guys, they keep learning, they stay humble, and they just keep developing themselves because they know that there's no such thing as static growth. You need to improve, not stay the same. Another thing that I've noticed is the most successful guys, they think long-term. So our brain can think in two different ways, or you can, you know, there's so many categories, so many different ways we can uh, partition the brain in intellectually, but I notice two main ways, long-term and short-term, or two main ways that apply to entrepreneurs the most. So the short-term thinkers, they're like, how do I make short-term profit? This is very, very common. 
among small business owners. How do I make a small profit? Now, now I've gotten a better ranking on Google Maps and I got some good reviews. How can I make a short-term profit? How can I lower the quality of the food? Have you ever gone to a restaurant and after a few months, the quality of the food goes down as it becomes more popular? It's not just because they can't scale, it's also because they got complacent. They're like, we deserve this. Let's start making the real money now. Time to get rich, I'm gonna be rich. And then they plummet again because the reviews start sucking and people call them out. You can't fool clients. The fourth one is what I called balanced obsessiveness. There are some other terms for it, but let's just keep it with balanced obsessiveness. Not a very nice word, obsessiveness. What being obsessed means is you put business as your number one priority in life, okay? That's what you spend eight to 10 hours a day, focused work every day, five to six days a week. So everything around that or everything else rather is built around that in support of the business. Why balanced? Because you need to have a balanced life. So it's not just let's work. It's not just need to work 16 hours. It's eight to 10 hours and only five to six days a week. It's nothing too crazy. It's balanced because you need to have that balance. Otherwise you get burnouts, which means you can't work effectively anymore. But at the same time, you do focus on business primarily. And it's, it's very important. Like a lot of guys, they think they're going to work 20, 30 hours a week and be successful in business. They're absolutely wrong. So the last point, point number five, is to have a strong defense, okay? So this is from a book called The Road Less Stupid, rather. So the book The Road Less Stupid mentions that the strongest businesses and the best businesses in the world, they actually have the strongest defense. When things go bad, they know how to keep succeeding because no matter how good you can build something, if something goes bad, if the business at this point just deteriorates into nothing, it doesn't matter what you've built because it's gone, right? And the best and most successful entrepreneurs understand this. They build businesses in uh, industries where they have moats, where they have defensive positions against competitors. They have patents, they have email lists that are hard to come by, they sell to all the clients they can be selling to and so on and so forth. So it's hard to come in and compete with them. But there's many other types of defense activities. Low debt is good defense. Having employees or rather freelancers instead of employees so that it's easier to get rid of a lot of your workforce, uh, legally of course, like, like if Uber shuts down in a city, it's just, you know, sorry guys, we're shut down. They don't have to pay, pay like uh, severance packages or anything like that. That's a good defensive position. Not that I agree with all their policies or anything like that, but being good at defense is super crucial because no matter how good your business goes, eventually there's going to be some kind of down cycle, some kind of whatever, uh, some kind of emergency, or people just don't have money for a while like they had in the Great Depression. And then you need to make sure that the business survives. And the best businesses do have that. And Average businesses don't. So those are the five things that I've noticed that the best 2%, the most successful 2% of guys that I know are doing that almost no one else is doing. Hope that was helpful. Please do subscribe to the YouTube channel and also click the little bell notification if you're watching it on YouTube and I'll see you in the next video.